We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. My name is Ty Windish. I'm one of your hosts, joined as always by the well-traveled Rohan Kadi. Rohan, happy Monday, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Happy Monday, indeed. This weekend just flew by, didn't it? Yes, we're it both, did. We're both well-traveled. We we're are. both well-traveled. I just got back uh, from Cleveland, you just got back from Chicago, and fittingly... Yeah. This podcast is all about ranking the whole Eastern Conference, including Cleveland and Chicago. We were doing uh, some scouting. That's the whole reason exactly. we got those two places. Exactly. So we can share what we've learned now. We'll go from – so we, we're actually – we're using a tier list thing. So it's – the categories are 1, 2 through 4, 5 through 6, play in 11 through 15. So we can – we'll share these after. We'll share these on the Instagram. Make sure for a visual of this – Go follow Watch GSPN on Instagram, and then we will share these there. We will, I think we have them lightly ordered within tiers, but the differentiation between tiers is most important. Uh, if you've never listened before, welcome. We're, we're going to be here all off season long doing a bunch of Bucks content. We don't stop. We've also got Brewers and Packers podcasts at GSPN, Cruising for a Bruising and Talk of the Tundra, respectively. You can check it all out at gspn.info. Please subscribe, rate, review wherever you're listening or watching. Okay, let's just dive right into it, Rohan. We're in prime offseason. We don't have that much to plug right now. I think the number one question, it's the title of this podcast, how does Milwaukee rank? How does Milwaukee rank in the New East? Who is your number one team? It's the Milwaukee Bucks, Ty. Yeah, they won 58 last year and Chris barely played. I think it's pretty easy to be honest. I feel honest. like it's pretty easy. It's it's a, it's a different conversation. A lot of the times that we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks and this team is in the context of the postseason, which is fair, which is where they're going to be able to play and uh, see what their expectations are. That's where their expectations are, is to perform well in the playoffs. What we haven't talked a lot about is how they're going to play in the regular season. This team is going to be a regular season wins machine. Yeah, They have been all throughout this era under uh, Mike Budenholzer. Now it should tra- hopefully transfer under with Adrian Griffin because it's mostly the same talent. This team just knows they know how to play together. They know how to win together. They're going to win a lot of games. And they have a lot less question marks than the teams below them. I couldn't agree more. And as we discussed on last week's episode, go check that out if you haven't already. I can't talk today. Uh, we think the Bucks are at worst like a push on paper and if not better. And again, that's without factoring in injury time. So if Chris Middleton does have a healthier season this coming year, that's going to make a huge difference to a team that clearly needed some more ball handling and shot creation help. You know, losing Javon Carter hurts, but maybe Marjan Bochamp can be a more regular contributor. Maybe some of the rookies can be regular contributors. You know, full season of Jay Crowder. I've heard the crossover translates to the NBA, so he's going to be scoring 83 a game. I'll take it. Um, If Marjan Bochamp scores 83 points in an NBA basketball game, what are you going to do? What's the bet? What are Um, we doing? 
I would get a tattoo. I'd get a Marjon tattoo. I will get a tattoo. We'll both get tattoos if he scores eighty three yeah. in an NBA game. Yeah, regular, regular season, season or playoffs season or playoffs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if he scores eighty three points in a non preseason or exhibition NBA game, we will get matching Marjon tattoos. Should we do it at the, together too? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Lock that one in, listeners. Marjon eighty three piece, which would be a Bucks record, obviously. It'd be or the be- second highest scoring game in NBA history. Has no one done what Kobe was eighty one, and that's 81. number two, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, Marjon, you you it'd do be that. The, it'd be the highest filmed scoring game in NBA history. Yeah, that's that's true. Then we'd have the whole the whole highlights for. Imagine how loud the highlight, how long it would be, just like the video of all the shots. It'd take a long time. Oh, and then do you have some Ford F one fifty music behind it? Down, down, down. New admin though, so who knows? That's true. Um, what did Clay have? Like sixty three. Yeah, I think so. And that felt uh, that felt to me when it happened like that's like the most points you could even score now. So I feel pretty good about this. And no, I mean we saw Donovan Mitchell get seventy one this past season. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. And game. someone else got seventy, didn't they? Well, Booker did a couple years ago, right? But that yeah, was he a got fake. 70. No, last season someone got seventy. Yeah. Whatever. For, but for, there's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah. Should should we even talk more Bucks here? I mean, I guess we'll kind of talk about them in relation we, to every team. Yeah, but we've. I feel like we've talked a lot of Bucks. This yeah, offseason. that's true. This gives us a chance to talk about some other teams. So let's yeah, get to good it. call. Our next our next category is second through fourth place. So second, third, and fourth place. How do you want to do it? Do you want to drop all three or go one at a time? Let's drop all three and then we can reveal our order. Okay. So I imagine in some order. You have the 76ers, nope. the Celtics. Oh, okay. Nope, you're incorrect. You are okay, incorrect, so sir. I, I will say my three. Go ahead. In second place, I have the Boston Celtics. We're, we're aligned there. Let's talk about that, though. Okay. So the Boston Celtics underwent a lot of change this offseason. Like, more than you would expect a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals. Again, game seven of, for the 500th seven, time. Yeah. The 500th time in the last five years, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals, or better. So, what they did is they massively kind of shook up their identity. They signed, or they trade for Kristaps Porzingis in a three-team deal with the Wizards and the Grizzlies, in which Marcus Smart, yeah. their starting point guard and best playmaker on the team, Heads to Memphis and best like perimeter defender uh, on the team as well. Yep. Heads to Memphis. Well, one of the best. The Jays are pretty good. Uh, I think Smart is better. Smart is Smart is the best one, but that's not to say that they well, don't One DPOY have two years ago. I don't think it's a controversial. It was, it was a yeah. fake DPOY. But well, sure, but he's still – I digress. Go on. Yes. So they get Kristaps Porzingis. Marcus Smart is out. They have to learn an entirely new way of playing defense. When they have Al Horford, they have Christoph Porzingis, they have Robert Williams, who's, again, the year Marcus Smart won DPOI, Robert Williams was probably the front runner for DPOI before he got hurt. Yeah. It's a it's a weird roster, devoid of playmaking. They couldn't trade Malcolm Brogdon because he was too injured. Yeah. And who's the other point guard on the roster? Peyton Pritchard? Derek White, did you say? Derek White also, but he's more, I consider him more of a two. Well, he's their starting point guard now, so. Yeah. They got Drew Holiday problems going on. It's, yeah, don't get me started. (laughs) Uh, 0.7 of a point guard on the Bucs. Yeah. It's a weird team. It's a weird team. However, I still put them second in the East because the talent is still there. They still have Jason Tatum. They locked up Jalen Brown for $304 million. Bad contract, Uh, good player is the simple, I think. It's a contract you have to do. Yeah. You have to do it. You have no choice. Yeah. Because you either you either lose him, uh, or you, I guess you could trade him. You trade him. Like that's, you, that's the you choice. Trade him, but that's if it, very if risky. But if it's on an expiring contract, you're not going to get as much return as you would on the Would you get uh, Damian Lillard? No, I don't think you would. Uh, I don't know. I don't Probably think, not. I don't think, you'd, I don't have think to, you you'd have to add more because, yeah, the Blazers would be like, yeah, he's going to leave. So. Yeah, wrong timetables too. Um, yeah. It's just you have to do that contract. If you sent Jalen Brown to Brooklyn and Brooklyn sent a bunch of stuff to Portland, would you get Damian Lillard maybe? Maybe? Uh, I would have considered that more if I were them, I think. That's fair. That's uh, it's, 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 a, it's a deep conversation. I think it's, I'm not, it's not, it's, what? But then what is Brooklyn doing? 
they 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 got their whole little team now. They got Jalen Brown and Mikhail Bridges. They need some ball handling to help with Mikhail. Yeah, fair. They they think they're competing. I think we'll get to they how kinda, much they actually are, but they think they are for sure. Well, they don't they don't own their own pick, so it's kind of yeah you have to. yeah. Uh, but the Celtics, the the talent there is just too high. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They've played together for so long now. Where you, it's like the similar thing with the Bucks, where it's like you trust their continuity in terms of their star talent for them to be able to win a lot of games. Joe Missoula, year two, more familiar with the roster. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's going to be Bucks Celtics one and two. Um, I think they could be worse. Like I think they could actually drop, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did. The Porzingis. And they lost Smart, and they let Grant Williams walk, and they got a couple second-round picks. So they have all these second-round picks. That's fine. You can trade in five of those for a Jay Crowder. Congratulations. I think that Missoula is like this – he's all in on offense. Like that was – that kept coming out during their playoff run. And it seemed like the players wanted to shift to more defense and play Grant Williams. And Missoula was just like resisting, resisting, and then they finally did it. And I thought Grant Williams was pretty good. They just didn't play him that much. And I do kind of think that they have an identity crisis, and I don't know if adding Porzingis is really going to help. And I think that's a team that, you know, I'm not a huge Ime Udoka guy, but I think he was right to lead in a defense because they just, they don't have elite playmaking. Like, I just don't think, like, their offense is so reliant on the three ball, and that's what gives them problems in the playoffs. And I don't see how that's changed at all. Like, I just... It feels like they're going all offense. I know Porzingis has been a good defender, but they've had good defensive big men already. I think I, I just think they're going to be weird and stilted, and it wouldn't surprise me if they were worse, especially with the injury history of Porzingis and some of the other guys. I mean, Al Horford is like 40 years old. Robert Williams, of course. Like We'll see how healthy they are, Brogdon. Um, and they're not super deep outside of those guys. We'll see, but I slot them in here too because I think Tatum is the second best player in the conference. You, you, you're not a fast PP fan. You don't think he's, he's fine. Been benched up? He's fine, but he's also requested a trade for the third straight year. Or something. Yeah, you have to imagine now that he's the real backup point guard, he'll be fine. I think he just wanted to play, but like he was a really nice depth piece when you had multiple like three point guards in front of him. Now you have one and a half, and the the one is Malcolm Brogdon, who's usually hurt, and it sounds like teams are really concerned he's really hurt right now. So I, the Clippers, the Clippers didn't trade for it like yeah, after they got I, his medical. I think they're in a pretty precarious spot, but I slotted them in here because Jalen's good. I think Tatum is the second best player in the conference. So, same. I, I think Jimmy has looked better at times, but Tatum getting older, Jimmy getting older in a worse way. I'll, I'll just slide them in there and assume they'll just figure it out. And they do have a bunch of trade chips if they need a midseason move. But I, I think they're precarious. But I also think they'd belong there. So who do you have after them? I have the Philadelphia 76ers. I have them in the next tier. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll try, I try. This is a weird spot. I have to sell you on Philly. Yeah, Maybe. good luck. It's not happening. Uh, it's not something I want to do. Trust me. Uh, but it, it's just like Joel Embiid is the third best player in the conference. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. I'd say, I'd say regular season, yeah. Yeah, probably. Regular season, sure. Regular, I'm taking Jimmy over him in the playoffs any day of the week. Yeah, but in the, in terms of the regular season, he's going to try to gun for another third straight, like a, a another MVP. He's I don't know if he bump. is. I mean, it's it's worked out for the Giannis Jokic model. You win two MVPs in a row, you win a title the next year. Yeah, he's but two years away from a title at this point. Yeah, I, I I think that team situation is not going to, it's not going to lend itself to him looking good enough to win another MVP. And it's also not going to lend him to want to play that hard, probably. I mean, yeah, their offseason was also kind of bad. Horrible. Like really bad. Yeah. They, they, they signed three centers and Pat Bev, and one of them already tore his ACL. Oh, yeah. Was that Montrez? Yeah. That's tough. And they let it's Shake like, Milton walk. And, oh, yeah, James Harden's not going to show up. Or he's yeah. going to show – actually, worse, he is going to show up, but he's going to be down <laughs> in the fat suit. The fat suit. I'm so excited for the return of. The I mean, fat that's suit. clearly coming. Like that's oh, that's my thing. Like I'm 100%. not gonna I'm not gonna slot you into being a great regular season team when you've got all this going on. And I just feel like it's a mess. We know Maury. He's not gonna resolve thing. it before the year. I guarantee here's they're the not. This here's the thing though. The last time they did this was the Ben Simmons season, right? Yep. They they finished first in the conference. That's fine. I, I I think like they they they'll still put up some regular season wins. Yeah, but that was the first time 
that you had Embiid having to carry a team while one of his yeah, co-stars so now asked they're more, they're more experienced. And he's got one year left after this? Two, I think. I can check real quick. We already know the Knicks are eyeing him up after this season, I'm saying. I think he just has one after this season. But one I, second. I I just think it's I don't think that you can ask your star to do this that many times. Also, Doc Rivers for his many faults, I feel like the one thing he does do is kind of just keep things rolling. Like noted asshole team Clippers, like they always kept together. They didn't blow up until the team decided to blow them up. Go ahead, you have the contract. After after this season, he has two years and a player option. Okay. Which is five minutes in NBA star player contract time. So he has two years left. <laughs> yeah, this. yeah. Um, but Nick Nurse is now the head coach who is not exactly known for fostering anything positive uh, on his teams ever. I mean, all the stuff that's come out. I mean, I saw a report that Siakam wouldn't talk to him. Wait, what? I missed that. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up after I'm done talking to make sure I'm not. Uh, it was someone. I'm pretty sure it was him. I, I don't know how corroborated that is, but... I'm also not shocked given all the things about the vibes that came out. Um, and I think there was a pretty noted lack of like thank yous going both ways after he stepped away or was fired or whatever actually happened there. He was I, fired. I, I think they're I, I think they're gonna this is the regression year and things are gonna go bad. That's fair. I mean, I'm all for it. Don't get oh, me yeah, wrong. I, oh, like, I know. Yeah. You don't like I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I do we, we are noted Sixers doubters on this podcast tie. Uh, and I, it would nothing would warm my heart more than the Philadelphia 76ers uh, taking a very, very massive step back this offseason. But I don't know. I feel like they're going to have some wins. So who was your third place team? Uh, the Cavs. The Cavaliers. Yeah. Okay. Is this just because you were on the chase down recently? No, I ranked them like sixth or seventh in playoff equity. But for regular season standings, I have them third. Okay, tell me what. Uh, they're young. They're really young. So I think pretty much everyone on the team is going to be better next year than they were the year before. And I think they added two really important pieces for them, even if I think one of them is not all that good. But Max Struess and uh, George Niang add exactly what they needed, which was shooting and some semblance of wing play. I think they still have playoff issues that are going to be problematic, like that four or five combo of uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen in the playoffs. Like especially with the, they don't rebound well enough for their lack of spacing. But as we know, these things are less problematic in the regular season. So I think they're all so young. I mean, Mobley year three, Garland what like year four or five, Mitchell still clearly in his young prime. I think they're all getting better. I think they have continuity. I think Struess helps them out a ton right away. Like you look at Isaac Okoro or like Jetty Osman, who Lamar Stevens sliding at the three for them. You turn that into uh, Struess, who is probably a little Miami overrated, but still is a good wing player. And as the fifth guy there, I think is a really good fit. I think they're going to pile up wins. And I just think the rest of the middle of the conference is squishy in a way that lends itself to the Cavs becoming a top three seed this year. And what they were, it's only moving them up, what, one spot? They were, yeah, they were fourth, fourth last, last year. They were fourth last season. So, I mean, you look at Philly. Uh, Miami is clearly a little shaky. Um, the other teams, I mean, we'll, we'll get to like the Nets, who I think were sixth, but obviously are going to be worse this year because they won't have KD for half the year this time. Uh, I, I think it's right there for the Cavs. And now. Kyrie. I forgot Kyrie yeah. was on that team last yeah. season too. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to finish uh, quite as high in the standings this time. They were like first in the East for a couple of weeks, and then you know those guys did what those guys do. Good luck, Phoenix and uh, Dallas. But I think the Cavs are really set. I mean, I'd be pretty disappointed with them if they weren't at least a top four seed again, because I, I just don't see that many teams that are built to churn wins. I think their roster is really good. That's fair. That's fair. I think I, I'm a big fan of the Struess and Yang signings for them because I think it just gives them more versatility. And, like, Struess, especially off the bounce shooting, and George Yang, like, just a tweener forward. Like, yeah, the, the minivan is going to – he's going to he's gonna get some work in in Cleveland. Uh, I did not have the Cavs in this tier. Wow. I did not. I had them moving down a little bit. But I feel like – I feel like you could easily convince me because there's not, in my opinion, there's not a lot of – room in between sort of like third and sixth in the east i feel like they're all sort of in the same group of teams 
That's fair. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. So my my third place or my fourth place team, excuse me, was the Miami Heat. Uh, that's where I had them too. Okay, cool. Even so though agree I, there. I I don't I, I'm not very I'm much I'm much more confident in my top three than in my top four. Like I think Miami could sure. I think Miami could finish seventh again for sure. So I, I let's let's cover this now. I mean, are we both assuming like? Just things as they are now. So, like, we think they probably get Dame, right? They probably do get Dame. But it, they haven't yet. So it's, like, kind of hard to project. I, I think even if they get him, they could be lower than this, to be honest, because that team is really thin. I mean, they lost two starters and Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, who were really good. You know, Jimmy is another I year mean, to older. Be fair, to be fair, both of them, like, they shouldn't have both been starters, but it was because of, like, a Tyler Hero injury. Yeah, just because like Kyle Lowry in the regular season was uh, was wasn't present for a lot of the season, and he's they now thirty eight years old. That's crazy. Yeah, I think something like that. I mean, he's he's like one of the only active players left from his draft class. Yeah, maybe the only it's one. It's like he's like the one after LeBron, I think. Yeah, two after LeBron. Yeah, we're we're like we're like probably a year or two away from LeBron being the only player active for like three drafts in a row. He's a, it's already like two or three. No, it's not. Uh, we I just looked over the weekend. Classic guys oh. being dudes moment where we tried to uh, we figured it out and there's still a couple like one or two guys from 04 and a couple guys 05 and then a bunch in 06 still. That is so classic guys. That being is dudes because that you is. know what? just going I through b-ball ref. I did that a few weeks ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, um, but Miami, I I actually think we're probably overrating them regular season. Yeah, cuz like Jimmy's not going to care that much. No, and they were just eighth. It's seventh, but then play in. But well, maybe don't lose to who they lose Atlanta. Atlanta. Maybe don't do that if you want me to call yeah, you. Yeah, maybe you don't do that, Miami. Then things yes. would have changed. <laughs> worked out a lot different. Seriously. God, I'm not upset. You are. Uh, yeah, I am. You're right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like Miami. Like they they have the cogs to really like get some wins going. They like sometimes like two years ago they were first. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a seesaw like, team. They're 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 either first in the conference or they're middling, and they're a massive playoff underdog. It's just yeah. how it goes. The Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference for this last decade. It's true. It's just it's or I should say in the Jimmy Butler era. Yeah, um, which is like six years now or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's been quite a while since Philly World. picked Ben Simmons and and over him. Tobias Harris and Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you got that famous locker room uh him walking out last tobias harris over me <laughs> and it's like yeah poor tobias <laughs> i mean he's not poor rich Tobias. no that's true that's uh, true <laughs> but it's just it's so hard to they could be first they could be seventh so it's like i feel like it's safe to put them fourth and i agree uh, i think you're right and i also think that even if they get Dame, I could see them having that much range because like Jimmy or Dame missing a bit of time and their team is just suddenly very thin and very old. Um, so, yeah, I think they're an enigma. I think it's just safe to slot them in here because if they're relatively healthy, Jimmy, Dame, Bam is a great trio. Um, so I think this is fair. Do you view them with Dame as the biggest threat to the Bucks in the playoffs or do you think it's Boston? Yes. I think it's I think it's Miami with Dame. Is anyone else even in contention? I think not. Celtics, yeah. No, besides those two. Oh, besides those two, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And that's that's more than you can usually ask for. In a I, I think I think it's Miami just because the last time Boston beat the Bucks, it was seven, and there was no Chris Middleton. Yeah. And it, I think yeah. I think the Bucks are pretty confident in facing the Celtics. I don't. Th- they shouldn't be scared of Miami either. Everything went wrong in that series. They should not be afraid. Maybe, like, don't be cocky about it. <laughs> no, don't be cocky. I'm saying they just shouldn't be afraid. I, mean, I know, I, think, I know. I think Drew guards Dame, Jimmy guards, or Giannis guards Jimmy. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And, and not guards Bam. Sure. Sure. <laughs> It'll work. So your top four, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Miami, my top four. Yeah. Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, Miami. So then we've already talked a bit about Philly, who I have fifth. And, and the I five have Cleveland six. fifth. Okay, so we've already talked about both of them. Who do you have sixth? Do we have the same team here, I wonder? It's the Knicks. I also put the Knicks. I was very close to not. Oh, tell me why. Because I feel like I'm underrating the Knicks here. They Their biggest addition was Dante DiVincenzo, who I don't, good I don't think is a good fit for them. I think he is. They're already guard heavy. I think they need more shooting, and he's an incredibly streaky shooter. I mean, but last season was good, so maybe you're hoping he turns a corner. I'm saying there's upside there. Like he could end up being a great, great fit for the Knicks. Like he, like how many, how many heavy? Sure. How many six five guys are they going to play every night? A lot. Is that good? If they're good players, yes. Eh. Eh. I mean, it's like we're we're talking about sixth in the East. I know. No, I know. I I I thought about some one of the young upstart teams below them, but I ultimately couldn't do it. I just think they're going to do more of the same. Like they're just in this stasis until they can, you know, their star hunting is done. Like they thought about signing Thanasis. I think there's two reasons there. There's a charitable one with Thanasis, and then a realistic one. They're clearly sniffing yeah, around Embiid. They were star hunting for Thanasis. Exactly. Sure. They were star hunting for someone named Atetokounmpo. We will split the middle uh, on that one, on that piece of analysis. They're clearly eyeing up Embiid like crazy. Um, I think just in this current form, Brunson is really nice. He's not a superstar by himself. So, uh, you know, Randall. should be an all-star this season, not Julius (laughs) Reese. Yeah, not Randall. I mean. Like Jalen Brunson, it is Jalen Brunson's team. That should be clear after this postseason. That's Jalen Brunson's team. Yeah. I agree. Like, how many stink? How many Julius Randle stinkers do we need in the playoffs before we realize that? Yeah, I think the book is out there. I think it's pretty clear him and salary into a star is their plan, and it's a good plan. But they, I don't think they got much better this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like Dante's like a fine upgrade in my opinion. I yeah. would love Dante on the Bucks. You you lose Toppin, who I I actually thought was good, and they should have played more. So it won't I be a big impact I, yeah. for them, but I think it is a waste. It it is a bit of a waste, but it's more of like a good fake thing where it's like, yeah, we'll get you to somewhere you can play. Yeah, but you could have also solved the problem by playing him. Yeah, but it's like, where, where are you going to play him ahead of Mitchell Robinson? Like, no, I think I I think he should be their Isaiah third Hardenstein, big. Like, yeah, I think he should be their third big. I don't know. I like Hardenstein. I mean, Tibbs would never do Randall and Obi, which that lineup is really intriguing. Like space and space and athleticism around Randall is intriguing. Yeah, it's also bad defensively, but I don't know if that's all Obi's fault. But it's not all Obi's fault. But the problem is you can't trade Julius Randall to the Pacers, and they still have his little brother, which is just awkward. Wait, do they really? Yeah, I think they have the other Toppin. 
Oh my god. Yeah, and they haven't cut him yet. So it's gotta be one of those like like they just have to wait to make it not seem that connected. I think they're yeah. fine. I am I'm 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 lower I think they than could consensus. win a playoff series. Um yeah, they've they've proven that. No, they did last season against the Cavs. They, they yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, but it's like I think like even if they're six, I could see them beating the Sixers. Me too, hundred percent. Could you see them beating Miami? Stuff would have to go really wrong for Miami. Yeah, it'd have to be a little lopsided for it. But it's like there's a world in which it happens. I can't see them beating the Bucks. I can't see them beating the Celtics. And we can see them beating the Cavs. Yeah, we can definitely see them beating the Cavs. Seeing that, I think the Cavs took more steps to get better. I think they have better pieces. For um, sure, I the did, Cavs upgraded way more than the Knicks did. Uh, but on the chase down pod, when I did go on there, I did rank the Knicks above them in playoff equity because it's like I got to see it now. After what happened last time, I, I got to see it. So, so that's the top six. We're we are consensus top six, which is probably good. Play in tier, the team I really wanted to move up, but I just Ooh. I wasn't ready yet. Indy. I think Indiana Indy. looks really good. I think Tyrese Ooh. Halliburton is legit, legit. I think they filled their holes really productively. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Rohan face on YouTube right now. That that I I lead I I deserve that one. Bruce Brown is really good, provides a lot, a lot for them. I love Obi Toppin for them. I love that they're just they basically just said, let's just plug in a bunch of power forwards and see which one fits, because that was clearly their huge spot of need they just didn't have any good ones they have jaris walker who i think is going to be good they have obi Toppin. Jarris walker is their power forward of the future but it's like for right now you also have obi yeah yeah i have yeah. obi for more depth and hey maybe he pops there i mean i think that with his athleticism like him on the floor with tyrese that's going to be really fun i think they added shooting they still have buddy healed miles turner who i like matherin gets give, another can year you in. give us a buddy healed please yeah, we would take a buddy healed for sure. They maybe they maybe they will be positioned to do that if Matherin takes another step as well. I mean, they I just really like their team. I think they're probably one more year away, but I really like that they took I think they got better now and positioned themselves to keep getting better. You know, it wasn't like Houston where it's like, oh, we need FVV for three years. That's not a terrible contract. I think they have an early out after two, but it feels very sustainable the way they're building. What what's so funny? No, I just sneezed. Oh. I quickly muted my mouth. Oh, you did it. I didn't hear the sneeze, but I just <laughs> yeah. I was like, what did I say this time? No, um, no, no. That's that's all you But I also I think Halliburton's gonna be an all NBA guy, not an all star guy, and that's a lot of my calculus here. That's fair. That's fair. I like I didn't have uh Indy too far behind. Yeah. Uh, what is that, seventh in yeah. the East now? Um, but it's like, yeah, I, I completely agree. I do think there's going to be a little more growing pains than maybe you foresee. Could be but, for sure. But for sure, I think I think we, we're in lockstep when we say uh, in like two years, Indiana is going to be a force. I, I think next year. I think next year next they're year. out of the play-in. I, I, that's, if Matherin's any I good, Walker comes along. It. Like Tyrese Halpern, 20 and 10. Like that kind of point guard play really lifts up a team. And there's not many teams that have that anymore. It's it it is it is absolutely insane what we're seeing from Tyrese Oshkosh's own Tyrese Oshkosh Tyrese. legend. Uh, I had Atlanta seven. Yeah, I have them right after. I ever like Zach Lowe is getting really high on them, and I, I get the I'm reason. Not, I've, I've seen that, but it's like I don't. I don't. We've also seen we've also seen what this team is for a few years now. I feel and like they like, do the same thing every year, and we're supposed to buy in every year again. And it's like, what did they do? I mean, we we obviously they have Wes Matthews and we love Wes. Yeah. But it's like, who's their other addition? Patty Mills? Yeah, I guess it's just like internal development that people are banking on. Is Patty on. Mills going to play for the Atlanta Hawks? I wouldn't think so. It's it's crazy. So it's like you're just relying on like what you're saying, internal development. You gave away John which, Collins. Yeah, they just gave him away for not even like a bag of chips. Yeah. They're just like, hey, do you want a John Collins? No wonder the Bucks were in on that report. It's like, yeah. yeah, we'll take a free John Collins. Like, yeah, for all the talk they've had, like year after year after year of John Collins being in trade rumors, for it to end like this is just sad. I'm also staring at the Hawks logo right now, and it looks like a weird Pac-Man. Yeah, I, I don't love their before. current branding. Like, if you just like, you obviously don't focus on the hawk. You focus on the perimeter around it. It looks yeah. like a Pac-Man. It does. Like the, like and that the, the, honestly the, lowers their equity. The outside of the hawk is the Pac-Man biting. He just has like a jagged yeah. mouth. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. 
Um, I think the upside is just like, oh, they have a bunch of good players under contract, which they do, but like they also did last year and they weren't very good because they don't play any defense and I don't really see how that's changing. DeAndre Hunter, I think they low-key also kind of tried to give away and teams were like, yeah, we're good on that. $20 million a year for a pretty disappointing wing who's always hurt. I don't know if Wes Matthews plays here either. Bogdan Bogdanovich, another pretty disappointing wing who's always hurt. I don't think DeJounte and Trey is an amazing backcourt combo. I think it's nice DeJounte covers the defense. I think he's probably a little overrated as a defender and not a good enough shooter. Um, Clint Capella, I, I think – here's a take. And I don't think many people agree. I think what he does for their defense is actually underrated. And the fact that everyone thinks they should just give him away and start Okongwu, I don't think that makes them better. I think Okongwu is a guy who's like been all flash, no substance so far. He's also like 6'9 or 6'8 or something. He still just I mean, plays so is, center. So is Clint Capella. I mean, Capella's listed as taller. I don't know if he if he actually is. He's listed at 6'10. Yeah, but it's like, is that one inch really making a big difference in your life? I did that to myself. Yeah. Uh, Sadiq Bey is fine. You know, I like Sadiq Bey. I like Sadiq Bey. Also doesn't shoot that well. Jalen Johnson, people Sadiq seem really Bay excited about. 50 on the night where there was just a one NBA game on and everyone was watching college yeah. basketball remains one of the funniest things that's ever happened. I, I think it colors a lot of Sadiq Bay analysis too. People seem really excited about Jalen Johnson. I've seen him live a Me couple too. of times. I, I think I, I don't think he's going to be like he's he's still raw. Shocking the world, yeah. It's all but about it's the jumper like he, for him. For sure, he could just be a nice like bursty wing. Like, I think yeah, he has Wiggins like, upside. Whatever. Like current Wiggins. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. right now. Like Aaron Gordon kind of. that That's his best case. We'll see if he gets there. For sure. And that's a very, very valuable piece to have on a championship team. Like we've seen yeah. teams year in, year out. They need that kind of player to be able to win. So if you have one in Jalen Johnson, you're you're set to go. People are excited but, about their rookies, which is fine. I'm not going to factor that in too much to this. But it's like if you're trying to win games, it doesn't matter. I, I say we're talking about the eighth seed. So it's yeah. like. And I guess, like, at the end of the day, we haven't talked. You have Trey Young. You have DeJounte Murray. Yeah. It's a good start. Like, that's good. Like, that's yeah. a good backcourt. It didn't work really well in year yeah. one. I don't know if it's going to get any better. And people are, you know, Quinn Snyder, full season. That's that's a plus for sure. I think he's a good coach. Um, We'll see. I need I need them to prove it because they did that run to the ECF and everyone got really excited about them and they've been so mid ever since and they've just been like constantly 500. I think the reason is pretty obvious. Like they just don't defend well enough. And outside of Jalen Johnson becoming current Andrew Wiggins and Capella or Okongwu, you know, being excellent and Dejounte stepping up, like it's just so hard to do when Trey is your one. And like I don't think Bogdan is a, a great defender either. I mean, they got rid of Collins. That's probably part of the reason why, but I don't know. AJ Griffin, I don't rate as a, a, a great defender either. We'll see. Don't tell, don't tell Adrian Griffin that. I know. Whoops. There goes our access. Uh, but yeah, I think if we, if we both had them eighth in the East, like. Well, you, you have them seventh, right? Oh, seven. I have them seventh. Yeah. I have them seventh. We, did we flip flop Indiana and Atlanta, or do you have Indiana I, lower? Indiana ninth. Oh, who do you have eighth? eighth place, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I have them tenth. <laughs> so I mean, let's talk still about Brooklyn. Yeah, let's talk about Brooklyn. So I think Mikhail Bridges is really good and can be really good, especially yes. like what we saw him like after he got traded to Brooklyn and he just became like a twenty plus per point per game scorer, and it's like, oh yeah, this guy's got it. And you bring back Cam Johnson. Dennis Smith Jr. might be the most underrated offseason addition uh, in the entire NBA because he had a real bounce back season last year. And you, he, you saw the flashes. He turned into a great defender and you saw like his bounce is still there. He's a lot more calm. He became like a good player. And now you add that to a team that desperately needs some guard help. It's like, yeah, that, that could really end up working well. My guy, Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Had a yeah. good season in L.A., broke out a bit in the playoffs, and now you get him in Brooklyn as well. It's just like, I don't think they're going to be really good. <laughs> don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, we're talking, I, I have them eighth in the East. I think they could. They, they have a bunch of good young athletes, a good 
athletic players. You got some good scorers. Who knows what can happen? You have some adults in the room with like Spencer. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Does he count as an adult in the room? Um, <laughs> he, uh, how do you feel about crypto? <laughs> Is Nick Claxton now a vet? Probably. And it's like, yeah, like I don't know. I, they, you've got a bunch of good like collection of talent on their team. Jacques Vaughn, I feel like, can organize a team pretty darn well. You see them in the postseason. Who did they play in the postseason? Philly. Philly. They played Philly and they got swept and Embiid didn't even play all the games. Yeah, but again, that was a Yeah, but Embiid didn't play all the games. Yeah, it's a, it's also a broken roster. Is it is point. it that much more fixed? I think it's better. It's a little better. I think it's better. And it's like they didn't have a ton of guy ton of time with those guys to really figure anything out. Yeah, as opposed to the Sixers who had a bunch of time without Embiid. At the same time, you still have James Harden scoring 50 in the the first game or whatever he did. Yeah. Like, that's an anomaly. But, again, I'm talking about eighth place in the East. Where did you have Brooklyn? I had him 10th. You had him 10th. You said that. I had had Indiana next. They were were 12 and 15 with Mikhail last year. It's pretty good. No, it's not. I mean, hey, like in this in this sense, in this tier. No, it's three games under five. I think there's going to be. I think there's going to. We, I think Washington might run up a crazy amount of losses. We'll see. Yeah, wrong year to do it. Apparently, but. Um, I had Brooklyn tenth. I, I I just think they're. I think for as well as McHale played, the results not reflecting more is a kind of a red flag for me. I think their team is fine. I kind of wonder if. Like I know you mentioned, like they they don't have their pick, so they they need to compete a little bit. I still kind of think they might sell off some parts around midseason here, because like you know I will take a Mikhail Bridges, not Mikhail. I think they I they, know, they, they get, wouldn't give him for first for first. Like I think they'll keep Mikhail Thomas and Claxton, but like Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal, like those kind of guys. You know, I forgot about Royce O'Neal. Yeah, he's there. He's but that's existing. a solid vet wing. Yeah, I, I wonder how long he plays there is my point. Just because, you know, how much does it really hurt you over time if your pick is a couple spots worse, but you can add some more equity to help build? And they're not they're not in the true gutter. They're still kind of an island of misfit toys. If they end up with Tyler Hero in a three-way trade, I'd actually like them a lot more because I just think they need a little more pop. I think Mikhail should be the second guy, not the first guy, not the fourth guy like he was in Phoenix. But I do think, or at least like the co-first guy, and, you know, Cam Thompson, Spencer Dinwiddie, fine, but they just need more. So I would I would like that a lot, actually, for them if they ended up picking up Hero. But I had them lower than Orlando. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seriously? Yeah, I have Orlando ninth. You have Orlando ninth. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, I'm just all in on Paolo. Like I, I just think Paolo is really good. Like really, really good. Like you know, it, it, we'll see how he does at the World Cup because I'm very, very intrigued. That's gonna be a big. I think that's a big moment for him. But like a six ten guy who creates a shot like that, I think should and will be a good shooter. I think Franz is also very good, and I think that. That combination of two players, like as part of this this exercise, I'm basically rating them as a better duo than Brooklyn's or anyone below them, which I think is totally feasible. The um, Joe Ingles edition can't be understated. It's a nice veteran presence for them. You I know, was, some yeah, depth. To be fair, I was kidding. <laughs> I think it'll it'll probably take one of Jet Howard or Anthony Black hitting the ground running, which is certainly possible. You know, Suggs is definitely a disappointment from his draft position, but he's gotten a little better. Like, can he take another step? You know, Jonathan Isaac, for as cringy as he is, if he's actually healthy, that's helpful. Is he defender. going to play, though? I don't know. No one knows. If he like, does, that would be nice. Is he Is he going to play? Yeah. I think Wendell Carter is actually very good, though. Like, I think they he have is. a lot of good young players. Um, they didn't make a splashy addition, but it's because they actually almost have too many young guys, and they kind of just need to get, like, a better grip on that. 
So I was fine with that for them. I think they're going to be more set up to take a swing like next year or the year after. But I, I just think they're going to be good. I think Paulo is that guy. And I think Franz is also low-key kind of that guy. And that's like a really strong pairing to start with. And there's a decent amount of depth around here if some of these young guys are just like a little bit better than they were. Or if one of the rookies or both has a strong rookie season. That's fair. That's fair. Usually what tends to happen with these young teams, though, is when there's no like that addition is like they sort of they don't make a as big of a leap as you would hope them to. Like, I, agree, I agree with <laughs> I agree with everything you said. Don't get me wrong. This young core is phenomenal, just like that coffee mug uh, for the YouTube viewers. But it's just I don't know. It's I, I can't quit the one team that I have ahead of Orlando. Oh, man. Who do you have there? This is someone I have in the next tier then. It's Detroit. Oh, God. I have them. I can't. I 13th. can't quit the Pistons. 13th. I cannot. I cannot quit the Pistons because mostly I think I'm a big, big fan of Cade. See, I I think Paolo's just better. I and disagree. Maybe that's gonna maybe that's gonna look silly. Um it's fine if it does. I I thought and health is a factor as well. I, I just I like Paolo more. Did you? Uh, there was a there was a story I know. that he that tore Kane it up actually, against the Team USA. No, 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 no. He turned down being on the big boy team. Yeah, yeah. So he, because he just wanted to focus on his injury recovery and like be good for the regular season. Like yeah. I think he is going to be. And even though he's on the select team, he's still he's still tearing up the big boy team, which again is probably like. What team do you think is equivalent to the current USA men's basketball team? I think they'd probably, probably. I think they're probably like. I don't know the Clippers. I think they'd be really good if they were a real team. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe the Clippers. Kind of like last year's Celtics. Maybe. Just like super deep. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Like the way the Celtics played like the last two years, like with Brogdon and, and Smart actually playing and all the big guys, but not like an overwhelming almost, yeah. big guy. I almost said the Wizards on accident, which is like it would no. have been very disrespectful. No. Yeah. <laughs> that is not true at all. But my point being that Cade Cunningham, I think, is just – he is that big guard with bursts that everyone wants. And he's just had a ton of bad luck. But now yeah. this time he's learned the game. It's sort of like – He's had time off to be able to learn the game of basketball, which helps for with for younger players, especially young guards, like having some time off. Like, obviously, you don't want people to get injured, obviously. But it's like in terms of their actual like cerebral development in terms of the NBA game, it really, really helps them a lot. I think and it's like, still going to be hard for him to look good with the rest of this roster. I mean, yeah, the bench is really going to let them down. The bench is what's going to destroy and the Pistons because you know the, the the issue is they have no bench. Uh, like, like I just don't like the fit of almost anyone Hayes? on the team. What do you mean? You got a big you got a big playmaker in uh, in Cade, and then you got, have another one. What in Ivy? No, in uh, Thompson. Yeah, that's fair, and it, I don't expect a lot from uh, on that Thompson year one. Oh, Asar, they have Asar. Asar, excuse yeah, me, yeah. Asar Thompson. Men's in Houston. Oh my god, this is gonna be confusing for me. Yeah, it is. Uh, from Asar Thompson year one, and he's not like projected to be more of the playmaker. That's an Amen Thompson thing. He's just like a big um, wing who doesn't shoot much, so he's a perfect piston because that's yeah most of what they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like they they have the talent, and Jalen Duran, I think is for a breakout season he looks it's really like good a lot. yeah he looks really good uh in just like usa scrimmages from what we can see but like that youtube like he has the physical tools he has the body he has the athleticism and especially when you're playing with a bunch of playmakers like yeah a guy like jalen duran is gonna thrive and he's still so young like he's, he's he was the youngest player in the draft class last season yep. so he's like a lot of players drafted this year are older than jalen duran it's I don't know you you get a good shooter in Joe Harris like Isaiah Stewart's bag maybe Monte Morris does is Joe Harris alive maybe <laughs> <laughs> if they're playing chance. Joe Harris they're they're gonna be even worse than I thought uh, I was down on them last year I'm still down on them I think if I'm high on them if Bojan misses any time I think their offense is gonna be non-functioning high as I was. 
non-functioning. Yeah, I'm not as high as I was last year because me and Adam, I think mm-hmm. I went higher than Adam. I said they were going to be 500. Yeah. <laughs> 40, 40 that's plus the one, wins. That's the one take I missed. I was right on Joe Ingles. I was right on Marjan and uh, uh, I missed on the Pistons. I like that they got Monty Morris, but it's like, okay, now you have him. I guess Hayes just doesn't play, whatever. You know, I mean, though, that's your backcourt off the bench. But like him, you, you slide you slide a sar to like a wing roll. Yeah, but then you still have Ivy and Hayes, and they like yeah, Isaiah Killing Livers. Hayes. I just, I, 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 they have way too many guys who should be important on this team who I don't trust to consistently hit threes, and it's just so hard to have a good offense when your team is like that. That's fair. That's fair. I, I just a lot of this is just like your your belief in the magic is yeah, rooted yeah. in Paolo. My mm-hmm. belief in the Pistons is rooted in Cade. Yeah, that's fair. He's gonna I think he's gonna be quite good. I, I, I think prefer Cade Paolo. Cunningham makes a run at the all star game this year. I do not, but fair. Uh Detroit certainly hopes so, because if he doesn't, this all looks like a mess. I I I I will not. I, he's the one guy I can't quit. Like around the league, is him, Beef him? Stew and Jalen Duran their starting four or five? Probably. Don't love it. I mean, again, we're talking about tenth in the East. I know. Oh, I'm talking about thirteenth in the East. I'm talking about tenth. I think they can be tenth. I hope they can. I have Orlando next. I think I think Orlando's second best guy is way better than Detroit's, and I also think their best guy is. But we've already had that discussion. That's fair. That's valid. I mean, maybe Franz is their best guy, and Paolo is like just catching. I think Paolo will be better, but I, I just like no, that I, duo I, more. I, I, lockstep, lockstep. Yeah. Um, we have twelfth. Or who did you have? Eleventh. Eleventh. I, I had Brooklyn tenth. Remember? Okay. So, so let's let's recap again. Five sixth. We both had. Oh, you had Cavs, Knicks. I had Sixers, Knicks. Yes. So then play in. I had Indy, Atlanta, Orlando, Brooklyn. I had Atlanta, Brooklyn, Indy, Detroit. Okay. So then I have Detroit in the middle of the bottom tier. So my 11th team, I'm going to guess we have the same one. Chicago. Mine's mine's Orlando. Oh, that's right. Who do you have 12th? Chicago? Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're 12th, mine 11th, the Bulls. I actually think they had a decent summer. But it's like they're bad. So when you're bad, you have a decent summer. You're still just bad. Like that's why I, I saw somebody – and I don't mean to throw shade at someone who's probably my friend. But it was like if a contender had this offseason, everyone would say it's a great offseason. It's like, okay. Like that's that's fine. They're not a contender though. So if you're not a contender and you retain guys who you pay – actually, I shouldn't just say retain. You pay a lot of money to keep guys around who had you like 10th in the East – and add one good role player. That that's, I say two. Who's the second? Tory Craig. Sure. Tory Craig for five straight years. Ever, oh my God, Tory Craig is the thought. And then Tory Craig's on a team and he just doesn't contribute. Rinse and repeat every time. Still waiting for the, the Tory Craig breakout postseason. It's not going to happen here. That's for sure. Um, DeRozan's pretty good. Levine's pretty good. Vucevic is like... Really, sixty million guaranteed for for that center in this NBA? Okay, I, I guess Carter's. He's un- like he's he's is is it disrespectful to Brooke to call him a poor man's Brooke Lopez? No, I think it is a little disrespectful to Brooke. No, I don't think it is. But like, he just doesn't really shoot anymore, and he's not not really is not the good of a defender anymore. Brooke. Maybe it is offensive to Brooke. He's someone I think that contract age is really bad. Even oh, was caps it two going years up. Sixty? I thought it was three sixty. Yeah. Yeah, it was three sixty. Two sixty would be terrible. Well, I don't. Might, might even be better though. Cause I think that third year is uh, unless it's not fully guaranteed. I think that's where it's going to hurt. Yeah, and Brooke got three eighty four. So they're just a bunch of mid, and I think Javon Carter helps them. But like, also not it's that much. Like, like it's so this, much overlap with Caruso. It, it, makes, it makes me so sad though, because this team would have been. So much better with Lonzo. Yeah, but we, they're already – I think they're going to might medically get out of his contract. Like I think we're at Which that point just, now with the injuries. It's so sad. It's so sad. It is sad, but they've known for a while. No, I know. I, I recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like – I'm pivot. just trying to point out you got to pivot. Is. Um, it, it's like you can't, you can't give up hope though. Well, you know why they're doing this. They still owe picks. Yeah, to Orlando. They gave up the better player and they owe picks. Yeah. 
So they, that's why they're not bottoming out because if you're not a top four pick, I, I mean, think it's top four protected. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, that's why they're trying to not bottom out, right? Like that's yeah. their their goal it's, is clearly it's an unfortunate to... consequences. They are going to bottom. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, they don't owe this year. This says. Oh, is it next year's? Yeah, next year to San Antonio, and it's it's three years in a row. Top ten, oh, top eight, it was, top it eight. Was, it was this year. This draft, yeah, this was they, the last one. Yeah. So yeah, that they, they own they owe a first in twenty twenty five, but it's got protection. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think they're they're just going to be mid again, and their guys probably won't stay that healthy, and that's why they'll be down here. Could they be eighth? Yeah. For sure. They sh- they could be eighth. They have the upside because of the talent. Yeah. Like, DeMar is really good. Zach Levine is really good. Like, Alex Caruso plus those two plus Vooch. Like, that's a that's a team that can rack up some wins against younger teams because this just they, – they, they're versed in the NBA. Who knows? They might trade Zach Levine. I don't know to who, but – is there any – could you farther – could you have more overlap between two players than Caruso and Javon Carter? <laughs> Maybe like, with DeMar and Zach Levine. <laughs> true. Fair. At least Levine can kind of shoot. Um, okay, let's speed through the last couple. Did you have Toronto coming up soon? Yeah. I had Toronto next. Toronto was 13th for me. So I had them 12th. I had them just ahead of Detroit. I think they still have good players, but like – they don't have any point guards, and they have a new coach. Maybe he'll be better, but it seems like some guys Darko, are angling out. I already forgot his name. Yeah, uh, it's, it sounds like he's a good development guy. You know, no, I think no, no, see, that's not that's not an indictment on him, but it's like it's it's more an indictment on me caring about this Toronto Raptors team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like that's not trying to be me like denigrating someone. That's just like me. Like, yeah, I, it's like this team doesn't excite me at all. They have the, I, from the Raptors fans I've seen, it doesn't excite them at all. <laughs> no, it, they're they're a funny one though because I think they have the best players on this tier by far, but they're still oh, here. A hundred percent. When they have when the you fit have Pascal, is horrible. You have OG, Scotty Barnes, who took a step back. Yeah. Uh, last season, and did you see that footage of him playing one on one? No, is it bad? <laughs> oh man, I mean, like. <laughs> All on Raptors Twitter is just like, yeah, delete the footage, delete the. Footage. He'd he'd be a really good warrior. He could not be a worse possible Raptor. No, so like they just weird. him, Pascal, OG, and um, uh, Pirtle trying to all play together is just a disaster. Brady Dick is probably going to be good for them. He's going to play a lot for them. Let's let's not conflate the first one with the second one. That's fair. Like, come on now. Uh, Gary Trent is their most important player by far because they just really need that shooting, man. They just really need that shooting. No, that's shooting. what I'm saying. Grady Dick's going to play a lot. I, I think he will play a lot. I don't think he will be good for them. We'll see. That's fair. Uh, but they're, they're, I don't think they're good. So we both have Charlotte and Washington last. Yeah, and it's not close. I had someone I mean, trying to tell me Charlotte was going to be good. I mean, the LaMelo, if, if LaMelo ever stays healthy, if Gordon Haywood ever stays healthy – I, I'm not going to root for a good Miles Bridges season, of course. Absolutely not. He should not be in the league. He should be in jail. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And it's just like they're, they're – I mean, actually, they have, they have new ownership now, so maybe they're on the way up. Yeah. Jordan was just tanking this team for decades. For, for sure. 13 years, I should say. Brandon uh, Miller. he got it for free and didn't know how to play it. Brandon, Brandon Miller might be, Who knows what's going to happen with Brandon Miller? Seems like he's a guy, you know, just simply on court who probably takes a year or two to look pretty good. On court, yeah. It's like, but it's like, what's going to happen off court? There's like, yeah. Is that still lingering? I, I don't think so. Is it not? Okay. I, don't, I don't think so. Um, okay. Washington is a cesspool. Yeah, no. I, I think they're clearly the worst team in the league. I, I, I could see, I could see. I mean, if the Hornets made the playoffs, I wouldn't be stunned, right? Like, I would be stunned. I wouldn't be Hornets stunned if they were tenth. Why? Lamelo's really good, and they have some oh, good play, young players. Play in or playoffs? Play in. Oh, okay. I said if if they finished tenth, I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, I thought you said if they made the playoffs, you wouldn't be no. shocked. I was like, no, I no, would no. be shocked. <laughs> no, I don't think they would ever make it through the play in, but I think they could make it to there. Uh, Washington, though, like they, we know what they want to do here. Like right, we know. Yeah, it's 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 who's who's on the Wizards besides Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole, um, Tyus Jones, Kyle Kuzma. Still, he oh will, yeah, he's he, good. He well, he was there all last year and they weren't very good. Bilal Kulabali. 
Yeah, who they treat uh, uh Wembenyama's teammate. Yep, uh, Mike Muscala, Patrick Baldwin. Daniel Matt Baldwin Jr. is terrible. Some some real players. Corey Kispert, Daniel Gafford, Denny Avila. Did you see did you see that Danilo Gallinari said he has the Celtics game circled? On yeah, game? I was like to watch it and on to, League to Pass. Be, to be fair, it's like it's a team you were a fan of for when you were growing up and then you sign and it's like you never play and then you get traded. It's like you can understand. Is he but mad? Also, like, is he really mad about how that? I think he's upset that he got traded. I mean, I, you know, he it's, was ready to contribute for the. Team. It, well, it's not his fault, but I mean, the way things worked out, I mean, what what were they really gonna? I, I mean, I get it. You know, whatever. Yeah, but it's like you can have that game circled. You're right. It's like, are you gonna? Are you have you're gonna have a front row seat? Yeah, um, maybe we'll Landry see. Landry Shamit's on the team. Yeah, he stinks. I'm it's, not a Landry uh, Shamit guy. Landry Shamit, that's the reason that we had Javon Carter during the That's true. Uh, on the Bucks cuz he got traded and on the Eurostep. Yeah. Uh just like we had AJ Green, if you guys haven't listened to that, make yeah. sure you go listen to that. Uh that was a fun pod. I, I actually think the Wizards probably aren't as bad as we're filing them, but I think we all think they I think they, they are. But yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think they're really bad. I think they have a bunch of okay players though. It's not it's not it's not like a peak tanking team. Like they're going to start yeah. a serious starting five. For sure. For sure. But Jordan like a, Poole is probably going to lead the league in scoring. Tyus Jones Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole, let's say like I don't know, Corey Kispert, Kuzma and Gafford. That's fine. That's bad. It's bad, but it's not horrendous. It's not horrendous, but it's not good. No, I, I think they're going to be the worst team in the conference. But like, unless they sell off guys, which maybe they will, you know, I don't think they'll they're be 100% like hundred percent going to sell off guys. Yeah, but until they do that, I don't. I don't think they get smoked every night. That's fair. You have like the shot creation. Yeah, you have Abdia, Delon Wright. We'll see if Koulibaly is any good year one. Gallo, if he is playing, if was Johnny Davis ever going to be an NBA player? I don't know. Stop. Yeah. You know what's the most exciting thing about talking about the Wizards? What's that? It's not about the Wizards at all. Uh, so remember, I was looking up Joel Embiid's contract. Yeah. Uh, and it's like uh, I, I'm seeing on it shows all the transactions that involve Joel Embiid on SpotTrack. Uh, on February 26, 2020, Joel Embiid was fined twenty five thousand dollars for obscene gesture towards Kevin Herter <laughs> and using pro- profane language in on court interview during Atlanta Philly game. How does that have to do with the Wizards? It doesn't. I'm oh. done talking about the Wizards. Oh, oh that, that, you switcherooed me there. Are they going to yeah, be the worst team in the league? Really funny. Yeah. But it would be them. San, Anto- San Antonio actually might be. I think Portland I mean, will be a little better. San Antonio is going to be a good defense. So it's like they're not going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah, true. And even though I, I'm a little lower on rookie Wemby than others, like... I'm vi- I'm pretty low on rookie Wemby. I still think he's going to be a generational player, but... De- Devin, Vassell, years, Devin Vassell is kind of good. Like, I'd probably and take Keldon. him over any wizard. Keldon right? Johnson? Yeah, Keldon's fine. I'm lower on Keldon. I like, I like, Vis- like, would you take well, Vassell over? Vassell's the better prospect. Would you take Vassell over any wizard pretty easily? Yes. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to be their second best player. And then Portland, I think, is probably going to be like, they're going to be bad too. But it's like, Assuming like, they trade Dame. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, Even if they I don't, don't trade yeah, Dame, they're still going to be bad. Yeah, they have been for a while. But, like, Simons and Sharp is, like, a fun young... And, of course, Scoot. Like, I think they're going to be fun bad. And they kept Jeremy Grant. Nurk is... Nurk. Yeah, for now. Pretty bad. Pretty bad, but fun bad. I don't. I, I guess there's no, like, straight-up depressing team. Except I guess the closest is, like, the Bulls. Like, just going nowhere. But like the bottom yeah. teams are all excited to be bottom teams. Charlotte, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see what new ownership. They're going to be undergoing a lot of change this year. So yeah. Like who? Who's the G, Mitch Kupchak's probably out? It's crazy that year. he's still working there. <laughs> crazy <laughs> dude. I, I I had to think. Wait, who's the GM of the Hornets? And I was like, oh, it's it's Mitch Kupchak. Still can't believe he recovered from Mozgov Dang, but. You know. Day, hour, minute, whatever it was. Yeah. And they gave him a new job right away. Hey, we respect someone who goes and gets the bag. 
Oh yeah. Um, and help us get the bag by uh, subscribing to this, <laughs> to this to this podcast. Wow, I'm out of it. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to this episode. Just this episode. Listen to this one on repeat for the rest of your life. That does work um, for us, but I, I would recommend doing all of them once. <laughs> for your own sanity. Yeah, <laughs> so but if you, you want to just, I mean, you know, a, a play is a so play for us. you don't have to us, listen to but... Ty saying that I made the Rohan face like yeah. a million times. That's true. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast yes. uh, on your podcast platform of choice or on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you leave a like and engage in the comment section. Check out all of our pods at gspn.info like Ty mentioned up top. Uh, all of the links are there for everything GSPN related and all our podcasts, all our other stuff. It's all at gspn.info. Um, am I missing anything? No. Hod random, and we'll talk to you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.